Can you believe it? We are just about running out of the year of uh, 2021. It all ends at midnight, Saturday morning. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And let's be honest, what a year 2021 has been. As much as I'm realizing I'm getting older, in some ways I'm not going to miss a lot of the things that that happened in 2021. A year ago, when I came to this very microphone to do the program, before the end of the year, as I started the last week, how many of us had some really high hopes that things would get better in 2021 after everything that had gone so wrong in 2020? We talked about the beginnings of the pandemic, the lockdowns, the fear, the shutdowns, the essential, the non-essential, all of the stuff that went with it. And we hope that as we came out of the winter of 2020 and 2021, maybe, maybe we'll finally get back to normalcy. Well, here we are a year later, and in many ways, we're no better off today than we were back then. In fact, I think in some ways we're even worse off. People are so afraid, so brainwashed, so, well, so scared. They don't know what to say, what to do. People are being obedient, thinking they're doing the right thing. And they just listen to what they're told. And we run into what we talked about a few weeks ago in this program, this mass formation, when there is a concerted effort to have a certain narrative pushed a certain way through multiple outlets Even if your common sense says no, your mind will begin to believe. I see a lot of that happening. Well, as we begin this week, I want to just make a couple of notations here. Today is December the 27th. Now, I may have mentioned this in the past, but the two people that had one of the greatest influences on my life outside of my parents were my grandparents on my father's side. My grandfather and grandmother, born in Brooklyn, New York, way back in the early, early 1900s, like 1901, 1902. My grandfather, August Bierman, his birthday would be today, the 27th. And it was always rough on him having his birthday within two days of Christmas. I had some friends that actually had their birthday on Christmas, and that had to really stink. Um, As a kid, I always thought the best deal would be to have your birthday sometime in June. And then you get to kind of evenly distribute, uh, shall we say, the bounty you collect. But there's something else about this day, the 27th of December. How many of you have noticed how quickly the stores are getting rid of all the Christmas decorations? All the Christmas wrapping, 50% off, some places even more. Notice how the world is done with Christmas. Hey, the day came, you spent your money, we're done, let's move on. That's pretty much what the world is saying. But see, in, in the truest and oldest traditions in Christianity, Christmas Day was the beginning of the Christmas season, not Thanksgiving Day back in November, not the first Sunday in Advent, second or third or fourth. Those are days of anticipation. Christmas began 
on Christmas Day and was celebrated for 12 continuous days all the way until January the 6th. So today actually is... On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So I wish you and yours a happy third day of Christmas here on the 27th of December. Well, during this week, we're going to be talking about some of the news stories that made news this past year, things we talked about, and also some of the things we've been talking about for over a year, predictions made, possibilities laid out that actually happened the way we we hoped they wouldn't, but they did. But something else has been happening, too, in the background. In the same two years, even for longer, the forces that want to control your life and your religion, so to speak, See, there's, there's, in Christianity, essentially two types, fake and real. There's a lot of fake Christianity running around, and they have the dead men's bones in fine raiment. They're preaching another gospel. They've rejected the scriptures. They've made a mockery of the Bible, and they spit in the face of Christ. I've said that many times. And I shared some examples the other day that you heard on Thursday And I'm going to be sharing examples as I find them from time to time. Now, there's a there's something in the Bible called the Magnificat, and it's recorded in the book in the book of Luke, chapter one, between verses 46 and 55. Now, this is when this is when Mary, the mother of Jesus, gets the word from the angel Gabriel that she will be the the bearer of Jesus Christ, and give birth to him. And she sings this beautiful hymn of praise. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Then she continues, For he, referring to God, hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and and holy is his name. It's a beautiful response to the good news that the angel Gabriel gave to Mary. And many church bodies, including the one that I'm in, occasionally will sing this as a hymn to remind us how God made the promise of his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem his people and how he did it through a young maiden by the name of Mary. And how Joseph, also being told by the Holy Spirit to take her as his wife, traveled on to Bethlehem. And you know the rest of the story. As I said, every word is taken directly from the Bible, period. This is her response to the wonderful news. Now, I ran across this story. And apparently somebody's decided to, shall we say, retranslate this into a more contemporary language for all to understand. Now, that's what they oftentimes say, but it's not what they really mean. See, the problem is that this new contemporary language uh, is not really true to what was being said. In fact, there's a guy by the name of Sal uh, Sapenza, 
and uh, he is the pastor of Douglas United Christian Church, uh, which, by the way, United Church of Christ, uh, they're they're not even as a denomination. Most of their churches have gone astray, just like a lot of ELCA Lutherans and others. They have driven off the reservation of the true gospel and invented their own, a phony and fake gospel. And this so-called pastor of this particular church, Douglas United Church of Christ, gave this rendition. And by the way, I'm looking at this guy. He's wearing a clergy shirt and a rainbow stole. That ought to tell you everything you need to know. This guy is a social justice warrior and is doing everything to distort the Bible to promote a woke rendition of gay affirmation. It only takes a few moments, but listen to what this guy had to say. One of our friends, the Christian writer Ryan Kuja, the author of the book From the Inside Out, he recently translated the Magnificat into more contemporary language. And I'd like to read to you what he came up with. Mary says, I can't contain my excitement about all this. Out of all people, God noticed me, a poor pregnant teenager. Everyone will call me blessed from now on. God's love is so much greater than I can even imagine. God shows love for everyone, even those whom society despises. God shows love for the LGBTQ community, for immigrants, refugees, the addicted and shamed. God knows that black lives matter, that refugees and immigrants are God's beloved. All the people who are seen as less than human, God knows and loves. God lifts up those who are preyed upon by corrupt politicians, the hungry, the ones brutalized by the police and immigration and customs agents, the families without health care. God invites each of us to the table to speak, to tell our story, to be heard and known. The power-hungry perpetrators who care only about their agendas don't have the last word. I can sense God's presence holding me and all God's children's children close, faithfully liberating us all, just as God has promised. I love that. It's so timely. And the Magnificat is so timeless. And you, my friend, are so absolutely wrong. You have altered God's word. You have turned this beautiful response of Mary, the mother of our Lord, into blasphemy, into heresy, into something disgusting, dirty, and evil. Your church spends more time talking about the celebration of our sins and no longer talks about repentance. And it's not just your United Church of Christ where you're at. It is not just the Disciples of Christ. It's not just the ELCA Lutherans and many Episcopalians and some Presbyterians and many Methodists. Many churches have walked away from the gospel. And I look at what, what Jesus 
told his disciples and, and, and all those that would listen that the day was going to come when people will say, well, Lord, I did these things in your name. We, you know, we went to church there and we, we sang the new Magnificat, which, which is, celebrates LGBTQ. Don't you celebrate that uh, too? Even though your word condemns it? And all these people talking about social justice, but never talking about finding and receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, to be obedient, to believe the gospel, and to put on the armor of faith. See, these are things that these new woke churches refuse to talk about, because to talk about those things highlights the fact that they are living in a lifestyle that is contrary to the word of God. And they don't want to hear that. They want to pretend as they wear their fancy robes, look at their stained glass windows, sit in their beautiful churches built a 100 years ago, 150 years ago, maybe just 50 years ago, by people that gave their money sacrificially to the glory of God. And they want to be able to change that gospel to suit themselves. And as Jesus warns on that day, but Lord, we did all these things. I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. I've said this at least 20 or 30 times in the last several months. That we are, we're in a time now where the majority of people in the United States no longer are involved in any kind of religion. Call them agnostic, call them atheist, call them uncaring, whatever. Not concerned, busy with their own lives. It is worse in Canada, even worse in the United Kingdom, and vastly worse in Australia. And I believe as I look at the world today, they're actually paying a price. Just like many of the people in our country, in our nation, in our leadership are deceived, blinded. They've decided to believe a lie. And they're following literally the whims of Satan himself. These societies now are paying a dear price. Look at countries like Austria and Germany. Germany, you know, back in the 1500s, a place where the Reformation really got part of its start. And how far they have fallen away from that time. France, that used to build beautiful churches and cathedrals. England, the same thing. They've turned their backs on these beautiful buildings and what they stood for. And they worship their money, their power, their careers, and their sexuality. They've walked away from the faith faith once delivered to the saints. And so we're going to see more of the same in 2022. I know so many people here in the United States keep saying, hey, next November, man, in 2022, we're going to fix it all. No, you're not. The best you're going to do in November of 2022, is maybe get a little bit of a temporary reprieve. I started voting in 1972. I registered to vote in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, and I cast my first ballot that November. And I've been voting ever since. And all those years of going to the voting booth, what what did it accomplish for me? 
did we ever get the nation fixed? I mean, how many times did we get the correct candidate in there? But we still ended up in time with the pendulum swinging even farther into a more devious and debauched direction. I've seen it all my life. And so if you're looking to fix the world's problems at the ballot box, you're looking in the wrong place because they can stuff that ballot box. We know that for a fact. It's been done over and over again in this nation. It's been done by despots all over the world. So don't, don't look at the ballot box for your salvation. Look at the book. That book that has been handed down over these generations, the Word of God. Because see, there's where you're going to find your help and salvation. I don't, I don't care what the world does. I mean, this world is, it, the Bible promises one thing. It is going to just keep descending and descending and descending and getting worse and worse and worse. Times of tribulations and trials will always be here for the Christian. We've never been promised, and anybody in, anybody listening that believes we can fix this country and make it moral, righteous, and Christian and have a great, wonderful time is a fool. It's never going to happen. Never has happened. Never will happen. All that we've been able to do is have Christians when there was a sufficient number in England, a sufficient number in Germany, a sufficient number in New Zealand, a, a sufficient number in Ireland, Scotland, and, and Australia, and the United States, to be salt and light in this world. Salt being a preservative, light shining in the darkness to expose the evil that darkness loves and craves. Most churches don't put out any light. Most churches are not being a preservative. They're, they're just going along with the culture to be accepted, loved, and, and, and being able to do the things that, and realizing, you know, we can do all this stuff in the name of, quote, God. And, and we get the benefit of having all this fun in this life, and then we get to have more fun in the life. No, and you're not in the life to come. So we need to really begin to focus, and I'll be doing this this week as well, on, on what the church's response needs to be and how to prepare for the very strange times that I, that I can assure you are coming. Now, some of the stories that kind of talk in terms of some of the weirdness that I see in this world, and I think many of you to see it yourselves, good old Pfizer, BioNTech, they announced a bit over a week ago that its two-shot vaccine didn't perform adequately in children ages two to five. Now, do you, you hear that? You, you may have missed this story, but Pfizer, BioNTech announced a little over a week ago that its two-shot experimental vaccine didn't perform adequately in children's two to five. And so it's going to start testing a three-dose series for an official authorization from the Food and Death Administration. The pharmaceutical company said they will expand, or I should say companies, because they're just two companies affiliated, one in the United States, one in Germany. The pharmaceutical company said they will expand ongoing clinical trials of their COVID-19 vaccine in children to include a third dose. For, you ready for this? Now, this, this is where my blood is beginning to boil. For participants as young as six months old. That came from National Public Radio. 
Healthy children have, let's be honest, healthy children, including babies and infants, according to all we've known for the past 20 some odd months, have virtually no chance of death or hospitalization from COVID-19, period. And that's from the data you can even find, if you look hard enough, from the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. So this this troubling decision, in my opinion, became out of their review and they realized that it's not working. Of course it's not working. This stuff never will work, never has worked, and you keep believing it is going to work. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, my friend, and somehow expecting a totally different result. And, and here's what really angers me. They, they insist there's no safety concerns <laughs> for, for children six months of age to under five. They just don't understand that there could be a problem. How many children that are getting this experimental concoction are going to have some serious health issues when they turn, oh, I don't know, eight, nine, 10, and 20? How many children will, will strangely die of diseases children never died of before. I remember seeing this public service campaign that about blew me out out of the water. Children can have strokes too. We're being prepared for the side effects that these vaccines will give children. And people like Biden, so selfish, we can't get the old people sick from these sickly little kids. The kids are not sickly. This new variant, apparently... It's not deadly. Though to hear those in charge talk, you would think it's the worst thing to come since the bubonic plague had hit Europe. The Omicron. Omicron variant. You think it's the bubonic plague. The Black Death. Whatever you want to call it. And so here we have these companies that don't want cures. They just want clients and customers wanting to inject this into every child six months of age and older when is it going to be at birth or pre-birth i mean we're getting to that point and i believe they those that are so sold into this this new world order they have been blinded to the truth they never will see the truth and as second thessalonians chapter five says they have damned themselves you got to remember there's really no need for this stuff in children. And back in November, of course, the Food and Death Administration authorized a third booster dose for every U.S. adult. And about a week or so ago, the inventor of the mRNA technology, and let me maybe make something very clear here. I can see, and others have, there is some usefulness for mRNA technology. And Dr. Malone was looking for things like being able to cure and deal with terminal cancer and things that were that we had no other way. But to take this technology invented many years ago and discovered years ago, by the way, they've been trying to develop an mRNA vaccine for a coronavirus for many, many years. A lot of money spent by Fauci, of, of all people, back in about 2015. So when Operation Warp Speed started, Allegedly, last, you know, back in uh, 2020, what they didn't tell you is they've been working on this for a long time. Now they had all this billions of dollars of 
of taxpayer money to kind of rush this thing across the finish line. And I don't think we will never know the long term effect because all the prior studies came to abject failure and even death of the animal trials. They died. And so and so Dr. Robert Malone about a, he, he signed on with like around 16,000 physicians and scientists that have signed a declaration that healthy children should never be vaccinated for COVID-19, especially with this garbage that's out there that can actually do some irreversible damage to these children. I mean, we're talking their hearts. We're talking their uh, neural systems. We're talking their nervous systems. We're talking organ damage. We're talking, well, more more children will die of the vaccine than would ever even conceivably have died from COVID-19. That's something we know. And and as, as Dr. Malone said, they need to be aware of the scientific facts about a genetic vaccine, which has been based on the technology that he had created. Dr. Malone urged, argued that Pfizer and, 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 and modern MDA, you know, MRNA vaccines from like Moderna inject a viral gene that forces the body to make toxic catch this word toxic spike proteins that in and of themselves in these massive amounts that are put in can cause permanent damage in children's critical and vital organs this does this sound like a a good health plan to you he also said the novel vaccine technology has not been adequately tested The vaccines introduced in one-fifth the minimum time typically given for any kind of a clinical trial. He contended that public health officials are giving you, uh, giving you to vaccinate your child is is a lie. What what they're telling you is not even true. They try to tell you that your kid's going to die of COVID-19, but they don't, they don't do that. Your child represents a danger to their grandparents. It's actually the opposite. This insanity, this insanity is what it is, and I call it delusion. Children's immunity after getting COVID is critical to save your family, if not the world, from this disease, is what Dr. Malone said. He makes it clear there's no benefit for children or your family to be vaccinating your children against the small risk of a virus. And given the known health risk of the vaccine, that is apparent you and your children may have to live with for the rest of your life. The risk-benefit analysis is not even close. As a parent and grandparent, his recommendation is to absolutely resist and fight to protect your children. Now, Pfizer also said it was developing a vaccine to target the Omicron variant, you know, the one that resembles the common cold, with symptoms like the common cold that disappears as fast as the common cold. They hope to have clinical trials in January. Let me tell you something. I'm looking at some information coming from around the world. Omicron comes into a society, blows through, gets a lot of people infected, but they're not overloading hospitals or mortuaries at all. And what is happening is people are getting acquired immunity, natural immunity. And as these things begin to peak, by the way, Omicron is peaking right now and beginning its downward turn in South Africa. Hadn't been around that long, but it's really that contagious. I'm telling you, 
They're rushing you to get this vaccine before you have your eyes open, before you ever see the truth. We also know, we also know that these variants develop and spread much faster than it than you can ever bring any one of these stupid vaccines to market. And by the time you get the one for Omicron to market, it's going to be gone. It's going to be another variant, maybe even weaker than the last. And their effectiveness keep dropping after like three months. First, they said lifetime. Remember, get your two and you're done for good and you take your mask off and have your life back. Well, maybe they only last a year, maybe nine months, maybe six. Now we're beginning to realize that what little protection they may offer. By the way, one thing we do know, the vaccines absolutely do not stop the spread or your acquiring of the virus, period. It may, in some people, in a brief window, reduce their symptoms. But then again, what damage has it done as a part of that equation? We have governments doing some crazy and insane things out there. I mean, really crazy and insane things. Now, I've got a lot of really powerful stories I want to share on the other side that I do not want you to miss. I mean, really, you need to hear this. And I'm going to take my break right now so we can get back to the program. I've got some really good stuff in the next uh, next half hour. If you believe in our ministry, you can support us, by the way, from our website, which is truththenumber2ponder.com. Truththenumber2ponder.com. Still trying to find out how people listen. If you can let me know, I'm getting a lot of email. Thank you so much. And as I have promised, I'm not putting you on an email list. I'm not harvesting email addresses. I promise I won't do that. But let me know how you listen at Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. And if you can help us financially with the January bills that will be coming due (laughs) end of this week. You can mail a check made payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And we are mailed at Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida, 32536. That zip code again, 32536. You can also find that address at our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The mystery of the Shana. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, and get your pen out so you don't miss a special free gift in a moment. Now, you wondering what kind of year it's going to be for you? Well, the answer is hidden in an ancient Hebrew word. The Hebrew word for year is Shana. But the word Shana comes from a Hebrew for the number two. So the word year in Hebrew really means the second time around, the repetition, the repeat, because each year is like a repeat of the year before, the days and the seasons. So often we live our lives just in that way. Each year is pretty much a repeat. We continue to do the same things, make the same mistakes, the same stumblings, the same habits, the same fears, the same things we do that we know we shouldn't do, the same things we want to do, the changes we should make we never do. 
And so we don't go anywhere. Just a Shana, a repetition. But the word Shana also means new, the second chance. So each Shana, each year is given to you as a chance for newness in your life. Not to make the same mistake, not to fall in the same stumblings, not continue in the same habits and fears. A new beginning to do the things we never do but should do, to make the changes we know we should make. So the Shana, the year means a repeat or something new, a second chance for something new. So it's up to you to choose which one it's going to be for you. In the power of God, he wants this coming Shana, this year, to be something new and different. It's given to you as something brand new for brand new things, for overcoming and for victory. Because in the new birth, in Messiah, all things will become new for you. But you need courage to break out of the repetition and walk into the newness of new life. Want more? Ask for the Shana. Now the free gift for you. The mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's real. The mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. And Sapphire's your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's it. That's all you do. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll be blessed. But call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to minister with me in bringing the good news back to the people who gave it to you, Israel and the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents. You'll be blessed. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, The Nice Jewish Boy, at Box 1111 in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, zip 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111. It's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, and the zip is 07644. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Ravinu, our teacher. Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition, third day of Christmas, December the 27th edition of Truth to Ponder. Hard to believe, only only a week to go. So Saturday morning at midnight, we begin the year of 2022, and it's going to be fascinating to see what that year will bring. I remember when I started this program in 2020. Wondering how things would turn out with the election. Which way would the virus go? And who would have thought we'd be where we are today? Who would have thought that America, the land of the free and the home of the brave, would become the chicken-hearted and evil politicians trying to run roost over us in many states? Give me an example of what I'm talking about. And I'm going to share just a bunch of stories in this half hour. So you got to hang in here because we're going to move pretty quick. Coming up in about, uh, let's see, a little over a week from now, on January the 5th to be exact, next month, like I say, about a week and a half from now, the New York State Senate and Assembly will vote on a bill. And you may have heard about this, but I want you to really understand that if passed into law and would no doubt be signed by this reprobate governor, Hotchell, Kathy Hotchell, in New York, she would sign this thing without 
because Jesus would want you to take the vaccine and he would want you in he'd want you in a quarantine camp. You see, what this bill allows is permission to remove and detain cases, contacts, carriers, or anyone suspected of presenting, quote, a significant threat to public health and remove them from public life on an indefinite basis. <laughs> Does that mean people that tell the truth? I mean, I mean, after all, the bill would say a significant threat to public health. Would that include what they deem to be misinformation, even if it is the truth? And remove them from public life on an indefinite basis? The bill, A416, if I recall correctly, started last year and just didn't make it through the legislative session. But it did get out of committee. And this is a risk to all the liberties of Americans in the state of New York. And let me tell you something, just so you know, a lot of people in upstate New York are not like their cousins down in, in the city of New York, in Queens and Brooklyn and other regions. Uh, they tend to be more conservative and family-oriented. Not all of them, but I mean, it's a significant difference. Can you imagine your basic liberties disappearing, including the right, ready for this, you could lose your right to choose whether or not to receive medical treatment and vaccinations related to a thus. They haven't even said what it would be, but whatever the governor decides. In other words, this bill would give the governor of, of New York or her or his delegates down the road, including but not limited to the commissioner and heads of local health departments, the right to remove you if you live in upstate New York and detain any individual or groups of people by, in, by issuing just a quick order that just says the names of the people and specific reasonable descriptions of the groups of individuals. And these departments then can decide to hold a person or group of people in a medical facility or any other place they deem appropriate. COVID concentration camps. It's obvious that the language is purposely vague. And though the bill attempts to state that no one shall be held for more than 60 days, the language does allow for court orders to waive the maximum detention time. I mean, this, this is the greatest attack on freedom I've ever seen. And the despicable person that wrote this, the despicable ones that will vote for it, and the reprobate that would probably sign it, this is purely spawned from the depths of hell. It goes on to say that the bill will require an individual who has been exposed or infected by a contagious disease to complete an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, preventative medication, or vaccination. In other words, forced vaccination is coming to New York if this bill passes. Essentially giving the government the right to own your body. Gee, the same liberals that said, my body, my choice, not anymore, not when it comes to this. What I find even disturbing is the language refers to groups who may potentially pose a threat, but don't. The bill could be preemptive, forcing everybody to be vaccinated or to do something against their will, whether it's COVID-19 or any other invented disease. And there's no explicit reference to any kind of contagious disease. I guess you have the common cold. 
We need to send you to a facility or force medical treatment. Anybody then could be technically held in isolation until they are deemed non-contagious, which would then raise the question of whether those carrying HIV or AIDS could ever be released back in society. Maybe somebody that hasn't been treated for, I don't know, hepatitis C. The bill has received an overwhelming negative response, thankfully, on the New York State Senate website. And commenters are letting them have it and letting them know exactly why they hate this Soviet-style nonsense. I think those that even conceived of this are mental and spiritual reprobates, enemies of God, enemies of the people, and they should be voted out of office. And I think if the noise is made loud enough in New York State, don't let this pass and get to the governor's desk. I mean, this is you've got a problem on your hands in New York. And, and many others have noted that this bill really resembles the response in Australia. See, Australia already has built a number of COVID quarantine facilities that can hold thousands of people against their will at any time. And the language of this bill in New York State is no different. They can even force test or any other disease that they decide needs to be, shall we say, controlled. Even if it's something you're saying, I think it'll be a time. I think you're going to find, you know, the Soviets used to put people in, in, shall we say, mental institutions because they they didn't think right. This bill opens up that door if you don't see it. Insanity also now encompasses our United States Supreme Court. The court ruled back in 2020 with only three dissent dissenters that a person's gender now is self-declared and unrelated to biological facts. <laughs> I mean, this is where we're going. Have you noticed it all during this time of us running around afraid of the virus? All this wokeism, uh, transgenderism, having kids being, you know, by their schools, getting their bodies altered without their parents' permission. Girls allowed to go to the boys' rooms and boys into the girls' rooms. This is what is happening in so much of our country today. This this is all part of the self of the of the, of the taking down of America by chipping away at its moral foundation until the entire thing collapses. I mean, if we can have counterfeit claims that take precedence over fact, uh, we're going to be, and it's going to be considered the new science of the day. I mean, hey, the girl says she's she's a boy, and the boy says he's a girl. Those things, those are the new scientific facts, because facts no longer matter. Across the specter of history and law, language, and even mathematics. In America, by the way, whatever a prosecutor decides, good example, a federal prosecutor decided that it is espionage for a non citizen outside of the country to publish leaked documents. Now, that's the Julian Assange case. Whether, no matter what you think, you know, how do you consider that espionage? He didn't take it. I mean, th- th- there's truth in law. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Then you got prosecutors that refuse in California to prosecute, prosecute theft. I mean, this woke program is to shrink the language until all elements such as gender pronouns are limited. These people that put on their preferred pronouns. I mean, 
I, I saw some minister, some Lutheran pastor, you know, uh, she put down my, my preferred pronouns are she and her, you know, and, and, and I mean, this is where we're going. Our new history is free of facts. Wars are about whatever issue an organized interest decides serves its interest. Critical race theory is based on lies, not even fact or history. Mathematics is now racist because two plus two equals four is a white racist construct. And you can't, I mean, education. We're not teaching kids anything anymore. We're beginning to just get rid of all the things that are important and substitute all this nonsense. And the worst sewers of indoctrination are not the high schools. They're getting bad. It's the universities that overcharge to destroy your child's mind and with federally backed student loans. Universities are the ones that train the leaders and educators and politicians. It's entirely possible to totally have a revolution and destroy a society through its educational system. They've known that. They've known that from day one. And that's why the left always works so hard to capture and conquer the schools. Now, another story. Now, as Biden's unconstitutional vaccination mandates are working their way through the courts, authoritarian politicians and bureaucrats and even the mainstream wonderful media that that covers uh, up the lies of Biden and and tries to herald him as a truth teller. They're announcing that, you know, the new the new covid variant Omicron is is really the reason we can have more lockdowns and restrictions. See, the things that didn't work the last time are what we need to keep doing again and again and again. Lockdown, they didn't work. Stay at home, didn't work. Wear a mask, doesn't work. By the way, even even CNN had a moment, uh, an accidental moment of truth. One of their regular doctors that is, you know, pro-vaccine lockdown and all this had to come out and say, by the way, you know, those cloth face masks you're wearing in public, they're face decorations. They do nothing. We've been telling you that on this program for over a year. So let's just keep doing the things that don't work. The variant first discovered in South Africa and then Europe and now the United States, they're running endless, needless and fake uh, scare stories. Politicians all over the world have used this manufactured fear. That's what it is. Just created lies and fear to justify more attacks on your liberty Europe is shut down and be, has become a prison camp in Austria and Germany. Places that should know better because of Nazism are becoming Nazis again. Citizens have become non-persons without a vaccine passport. Remember, show me your papers. South African health officials report that the variant, well, it may be more contagious, but it's vastly milder, which is what normally happens with such viruses. But the lockdowners won't hear of it. Boris Johnson in the United Kingdom, good old reprobate de Blasio Blasio in New York City. The variant is a perfect ruse to cover for them to put their boots on the necks of terrorized citizens. And of course, Fauci just revels in all of this being on TV with the new variant warning of record deaths for the unvaccinated. And of course, President Biden... He's, he's warned this is going to be the, the winter of death for the unvaccinated. I want to send a direct message to the American people. 
Due to the steps we've taken, Omicron has not yet spread as fast as it would have otherwise done, and that's happening in Europe. But it's here now, and it's spreading, and it's going to increase. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospital, they'll soon overwhelm. But there's good news. If you're vaccinated and you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death, period. Number two, booster shots work. Three, boosters are free, safe, and convenient. About 60 million people have one, have been boosted. So go get your shot today. Go get boosted if you had your first two shots. If you haven't, go get your first shot. It's time. It's time. It's past time. And we're going to protect our economic recovery if we do this. We're going to keep schools and businesses open if we do this. And I want to see everyone around enjoy that. I want to see them enjoy the fact that they're able to be in school, the businesses are open, and the holidays are coming. Yes, Biden wishing death and and sickness upon the nation. And making, once again, he lied at least four times that I could count quickly. Only the unvaccinated. Well, that's not true. That's not true. Look at Cornell University before Christmas. 97% of the campus fully vaccinated and they have a complete mask mandate. It's not returning for classes because of a massive COVID outbreak. And who's getting it? Who's getting it? All these vaccinated people at, at, at Cornell University. In other words, Biden lied. He says, if you're vaccinated, you don't get it. Well, yes, you do. Everybody getting it at Cornell is vaccinated. Figure it out. National Football League postponing games. They're they're virtually 100% vaccinated. Why? People are coming down with COVID. NBA, same thing. Over 95% fully vaccinated, maybe more by now. They've had to announce due to a surge in cases it's going to postpone games. They're, they're fully vaccinated people are coming down with COVID. Truth is, overseas, they're learning a little secret. It's the vaccinated people coming down at a higher rate disproportionately to the new variant compared to the unvaccinated. Go figure that one out. I don't think Fauci saw that one coming. And so in spite of the fact that vaccinated people are coming down with COVID, what do the experts say? More vaccine! More vaccine! You know, what do we need? 32 jabs, 75 jabs? When is it going to end? Are we going to be a pincushion for profit for Pfizer forever? If the vaccines don't stop the spread, how can they stop the spread? I mean, South Africa has one of the lowest rates of vaccination. And now they, and this is where the new variant was discovered. And they're seeing only a tiny fraction of people hospitalized with Omicron kind of like Decepticon, compared to prior variants. And they're pretty well ending their containment, tracing, and quarantines. They're done. Unvaccinated South Africa is ending COVID restrictions while the hyper-vaccinated, you know, in New York are locking down. And Fauci loves to say that anybody that questions him is questioning science. But obviously, none of this has diddly to do with science it's all about 
It's all about this newfound power, and they just can't let it go. They just love to be in the spotlight of power and use it. The political authoritarians and people like Fauci. And and my concern is how many billionaires were created because of COVID? Remember, Moderna was a company on the, you know, on the brink of bankruptcy until it got bailed out by billions. And people that were on the verge of losing their jobs became overnight billionaires. You think they want to let this go? Why do you think treatments are suppressed? Why do you think things that we know work were lied about and suppressed by the Federal Death Administration, this reprobate administration? People like de Blasio, Lori Lightfoot, I'm going to make your life miserable until you take this crap in your arm. She's demanding you take it. I don't care what that reprobate, homosexual, female, whatever you want to call her in Chicago says. I will not listen to a reprobate. And you shouldn't either. She has no business being a mayor. She has no business screaming at churches, which she did last year. Shut down. We have all this newfound stuff. Look, nearly half of Omicron infections are not even showing symptoms of any consequence. And, you know, some many experts that have been right, the ones that have been repeatedly right over the past year and a half, are saying that Omicron and variants like it, which are inevitable, could spell the end of COVID-19 being a killer. Because once you get that natural immunity, <laughs> it sure beats that imposter vaccination. It's bad enough that facts are now labeled as misinformation by the phony fact checkers, who, by the way, in court, we find out, according to fascist book, Facebook, they're in the business of offering opinions and thus cannot be held liable for smearing fact providers as peddlers of misinformation. In other words, they're admitting that their fact checkers are a bunch of phonies and political hacks. You know, Like I say, we're going to see this concept like the Soviet Union of its mental illness. And if you think it's a dangerous thing to say that you might be construed as, you know, I mean, listen. If you talk about heart inflammation, Bell's palsy, death and other things that, you know, are emitted by those that are coming that are created the jab are all in your head. You know, when you're told that somebody died of a heart attack, could have been the vaccine. No, 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 it can't be. It can't be. Matter of fact, get more jabs so you won't get sick. You need psychiatric help. This is what it's coming down to. And and, and those that are doped up on all this propaganda are, are being jabbed a lot easier. And who is the face of all this propaganda here in the United States? Of course, Anthony Fauci. My job has been totally focused on doing what I can with the talents and the influence I have to make scientific advances to protect the health of the American public. So anybody who spends lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret. That's noise. I know what my job is. Okay, do you see what's happened there? This is that was Dr. Fauci being interviewed on CBS News. This is what science has been reduced to or what they're trying to do to it. Uh, Mr. Science there, you know, Dr. Fraud Fauci, in my opinion, has destroyed the credibility 
of much of medical science in less than two years. I've said it before, and I'm going to stand by this and explain why. In my opinion, he is the father of the virus, the wizard of COVID. He worked on this stuff even behind presidents and the back of against the law. And he tries to change the terminology when he's arguing. He can't stand Rand Paul. Of course, Rand Paul is a doctor and he's calling out the fraud Fauci for what he is. A heartless fraud that needs to be fired. Oh, no, you're attacking science when you attack me. Oh, yeah, I can deal with it. Uh, yeah, I can deal with it. The virus. Yeah, we got we to gotta get everyone vaccinated. Even the babies in the womb. This guy is sick. This guy's a madman. He was working creating gain-of-function viruses to be used as bioweapons. You know, to kill people in war. And also, behind everybody's back, trying to develop a... <laughs> A coronavirus vaccine. You realize until until 2020, there had never been a successful vaccine for a coronavirus ever in history. And they've been since, you know, for years trying to use the mRNA technology because every other virus totally failed. And even their experiments with animal trials on mRNA vaccines came to a tragic end in the animal trials. Oh, now we're doing people trials. Do you see why I'm skeptical about some of this stuff? In my opinion, this father of the virus, this wizard of COVID, this mad scientist running around claiming he's all about that. I'm here for your health. He's a phony and he's a fraud. and He's a danger. And he has blood on his hands and his head. He and his cohorts worked to develop this plague and now trying to use this vaccine to hide their dirty deeds. And if you dare criticize him, you, my friend, are an evildoer and you are in his crosshairs. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science. And this reprobate evil scientist wants to keep vaccinating little children, probably into the womb. It'll take 76 years, according to the FDA, to release the documents on the on the Pfizer vaccine. Whoopee. We'll all be dead and gone, most of us anyway. If you believe in the work we're doing here, a truth to ponder. We're going to pick this program up tomorrow and, and continue on this. Could you help us financially before the end of the month to pay for the airtime? Make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. Highway 85 North, number 3248. Crestview, Florida, 32536. That's Crestview, Florida. The zip code 32536. Also, let me know how you're listening to the program on shortwave. You can use my email and you can find that address and our mailing address at our website, truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth the number two ponder.com truth to ponder shining the light of truth in a darkening world